The Chicago Bears take on the New York Jets this weekend, and what a game it will be. Zach Wilson is now announced to not be starting. The Bears are going back and forth on who is going to be playing against the Jets. It should be quite cold. The line since Zach Wilson's benching has moved from four points in favor of the Jets to six points in favor of the Jets, which I think is hilarious. But when the Bears have the ball, Jeff, this is a tough team to pin down, both because the Jets are a phenomenal defense. Players exactly like Quinn and Williams, who you've highlighted here, are monsters. A good defensive line will wreck any offensive game plan, regardless of what scheme they play on the back end. But it also helps that rookie Sauce Gardner has slotted right into this too high, four high favoring defense and started shutting people down. So good linebacker play, good CB play, good defensive line play. I mean, this Jets defense really does have it going on, Jeff. They're able to play that modern too high sense, or like that modern too high sensibility, continue to stop the run and take things away from you. And with Justin Fields in the game, I felt pretty good about this, as a matter of fact, because the Bears have been able to turn defenses upside down with a quarterback run game that most people just truly don't know how to scheme for. But with Justin Fields, likely hurt and Trevor Simeon likely entering the game I mean there is a chance Jeff that both of the players that you've highlighted here for the Bears are not playing and if that's the case you are going to to use a Monty Grail reference you're going to be getting the Bears without any of their legs and so it'll just be the Black Knight swinging his arms with no feet to speak for because with no Khalil Herbert no Justin Fields no Tevin Jenkins this could be a not so great game uh, for the offensive performance that has scored 24 points in the last five weeks in a row. What are you seeing from stats, Jeff? Robert, I brought on a drink tonight. It's called the paper plane in honor of the jets. I have to get a head start on this weekend because I am worried. My stat this week is five as in top five, as in this defense is top five in all of the things you want defenses to be good in. They are top five in EPA. They are top five in DVOA. They are top five in points allowed per drive. This is a really good defense. They play really hard. This led to the benching of their own quarterback because they are so good, but they were still losing games with their offense not playing well. They're good on every level. They're sound. They're different. They're disciplined. It's a good Robert solid defense. I'm very worried about this. I'm very worried about the Bears getting shut out if if it's Trevor Simeon and and this uh, this offensive cast. If it's a hurt Justin Fields taking the field and trying to run against this defense, I'm worried about Justin Fields. This has a lot of things to worry about here. They're good at everything. This is a team that has a playoff caliber defense. It has stars on it. So um, I'm worried, Robert. Yep. And I'm just going to go ahead and get into my matchup as of there. I mean, this is an unorthodox matchup, Jeff, but let's be blunt, right? The Bears are three and seven. The Jets are six and four. This is a game that one side, the home side, really needs to win. And the Bears, who I believe actually they're three and eight at this point, right? They're not three and seven. Um, which Yes, they're three and eight. I only point out because it means that the playoff dreams are likely over, if not outright over. My matchup is against or is Ryan Poles slash Matt Eberflus versus the pressure of the moment because I struggle to see a world in which playing Justin Fields in this game is beneficial for the long term picture. Look, I'm I'm scared. 
Justin Fields doesn't need to be scared. Those guys aren't paid to be scared, and I get it, Jeff. But this is a nasty, nasty defense. This is an equally nasty Bears offensive line, just the, the other definition of the word nasty, filled with backups to almost left to right. And where there isn't a backup, there is a rookie in Braxton Jones. This is not a safe environment for just about any quarterback, and I can't help but think that it would be much better to – give this game to Trevor than it would be to Justin Fields, especially with the bigger picture of the season, likely having already gotten away from Chicago. But what do you think, Jeff? What is your matchup of the week? David Montgomery versus, I guess, anybody on the defense, but I'm singling out middle linebacker CJ Mosley, uh, good football player. I think that if the Bears are going to have any chance in this one, it's going to come down to David Montgomery. He's going to have to shoulder the load. I think we saw that Tristan Ebner is not there to take carries away. It, was not successful uh, carrying the football. I think Montgomery is going to need to have that 20 plus carry game. If the bears are going to have a chance in this one, they're going to need to throw him some passes, not just swing passes uh, or screen passes, get him out into routes. We saw that he was successful on that play down the sideline uh, last week. He can be a threat um, after the catch, get him the football. So CJ Mosley will probably be matched up on him in some way in the run game and possibly in the pass game. I want, uh, uh, the Bears to take advantage of Dave Montgomery in that situation. And he's a phenomenal receiving back. I That would be super fun to see him grow even further into that role. His catch last week, obviously in evidence that he can make plays that many pass-catching running backs just flat out can't. But, Jeff, it's not as if the Bears' offense is going to be the only team on the field. The Bears' defense is going to have a tough matchup of their own against a Jets offense absolutely loaded with talent. Whether it's Zach Wilson, Mike White, or Joe Flacco, playing quarterback obviously the starter has been named to be Mike White Garrett Wilson and uh, the rest of this Jets passing attack is absolutely like out the gills with talent and first round picks as we've got Elijah Moore who if memory serves a second round pick Garrett Wilson that's a first round pick Denzel Mims is playing minutes he's a former second round pick I mean they've got the pedigree and recently they're open all over their tape they like in breakers outbreakers honestly Jeff it's a surprisingly sophisticated passing game for what I think I expected to see and it's something that frankly could very well overload a Bears secondary that's going to already be playing in the box to try to stop a rushing attack that the Jets will put out that it's nothing to write home about per se Jeff but the Bears defensive line might be worse in the league so I fully expect they're going to have to continue to invest resources into plugging the run as best they can this could be another long week in a string of long weeks in New York and maybe they get some weather to help them out I don't know what the forecast is for this weekend, but other than that, Jeff, I do think this is schematically going to be a tilted field once again. What are you seeing from stats? 2.1, that is the yards per play that the Jets averaged last week. It was a terrible mark. They were just awful against the Patriots. It, in part, led to this series of comments made by quarterback Zach Wilson, which led Robert Sala to bench him in favor of Mike White, who had a nice little run last year at times before he leveled off. Uh, Mike White is going to be starting in this game. I think that that's actually going to bring this offensive performance up. I think that they're going to improve from what they were doing with Zach Wilson. Um, and so I think that the the Bears are going to need to be ready for a better passing attack. Like you say, their wide receivers are getting open, but Zach Wilson wasn't finding them. I think Mike White probably will. So my matchup this week, I'm, I'm focusing in on their first round wide receiver, Garrett Wilson, who I think is a good player. 
uh, up against uh, Jalen Johnson. Let's go best on best in this one. Can Jalen Johnson maybe take out uh, Mike White's potential top option? I don't know who Mike White's top option is going to be, but I'm. But let's go with the top uh, pedigree on the board and Garrett Wilson, and we'll see if Jalen can erase it. What about you? I can't help but look at Dominique Robinson versus Dwayne Brown, which while that looks like a tilted matchup on paper, and frankly, Jeff, it probably is, the Bears have now gone weeks without a reliable pass rusher, and somebody's got to show up if they're going to have success on defense. The uh, quarterbacks are standing and getting, I mean, they could just about buy a plane ticket and fly to a resort uh, with the time that they have back in the pocket, and that's allowing good players to get open, like we saw with now Drake London and Kyle Pitts last week the week before that it was um a plethora of Lions weapons specifically Amon Ross St. Brown I think somebody's got to get home for the Bears and they'll probably keep blitzing to do it but somebody's got to get home if they're going to have any success but as we know Jeff the Bears and the Jets aren't the only team that are going to be competing to win you at home have the opportunity to compete to win as well and Jeff I've actually heard you have quite a string of bets to be thankful for so go ahead and dive in in the new format, Robert, that's the end of the 10-minute drill where we preview the uh, game, which we did. We made it. And now we're going to overtime, and we're going to help us win a little cash. So I like cash. I do, too. You know what? It can be exchanged for goods and services. That's what I like about it. And if you're in with us, <clears throat> promo code BEARS, plug it in, 100% deposit, ma- deposit match. That helps us out. Here's what they're doing for Thanksgiving. I don't know what you're doing for Thanksgiving, Robert. I don't know if you're sitting around with family. I don't know if you've got an uncle that is going to you know, talk your ear off or he's going to tell you you don't know anything about football, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody has an uncle right, like that, right? Don't become that uncle, but everybody has an uncle like that. Well, this is a way for you to escape some of that, and that is get into the prop bets. The, uh, the, they're running a promo here. Over one half of a receiving yard for Justin Jefferson basically a free square right so if he catches one pass he goes over he gets he gets a yard you're going to win that square so it's a little promo there so you get that one for free here are some other ones that i picked out that i think look pretty good for tomorrow kirk cousins over under 0.5 interceptions this is prime time kirk going up against patriots defense are you kidding me i get an interception bet on kirk cousins give it to me josh allen over under two and a half pass or rush touchdowns or receiving touchdowns. If he wants to run a route, that's fine. If he wants to throw it back to himself, maybe that counts as two. I don't know. Here's the thing. I've bet this bet three weeks in a row now. Did not hit the last two. Am I going to shy away? Am I going to go cry? No, I'm going to double down, triple down on this bet. It's going to hit this week. It's going to hit this week. You know why? He's going against the Lions. He's going against the Lions. He's got it. Tyler Bass, kicker bet. Bills moved up and down the field last week. Didn't convert all of them into touchdowns. A little bit of a hedge here, but they kicked a lot of field about goals. To last say week. you're handcuffing a little bit, aren't you? Like, a lot of field goals. One of those have to hit every time that they touch the ball. They're going to score. That's my that's my opinion. Some of those are going to be field goals. He just needs two. Tyler Bass, just two. Tyler Bass wears one eye black under his left eye. Must be a big Lisa Lopez fan. I don't know. Another Bills bet. If Josh Allen's going to have a big day, which I think he will, it's going to be with Stefan Diggs. Over 89 and a half receiving yards. I think he goes over 100. I like that number, 89 and a half. That's fine. He's going to hit that. Stefan Diggs over 89 and a half. Let's go. Dak Prescott. Every time I bet Dak, 
he fails me. So including betting the me. under fade me if you want, but I like him here. It's it's Thanksgiving. It's Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Something is right about that. I know people get sick of watching the Lions at noon. People get sick of watching the Cowboys in the afternoon. I don't. It feels like holiday to me. It feels like family. Dak Prescott's going to show out here. Over 246 and a half passing yards for Dak Prescott tomorrow in the Turkey game. Now, you know, Jeff, that I, I'm legally required, as I live in Dallas, to tell you that Dallas, especially going up against the winner himself, Brian Dable, could easily. I mean, they do this, it feels like, every single year where eventually they show you enough to get you interested and then the wheels fall off. Just right. when I think I'm out, Robert. They pull, they pull me, me back. back in. No, I'm with you. I mean, Dak Prescott looked fabulous against Chicago just a couple weeks ago. And since then, the Dallas offense has been moving the ball. I'm completely with you. I'll be honest. Josh Allen's UCL worries me. That's the one that I might fade you on purely because he just needs to run him in. Oh, totally. It's more to say that I wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me at all if Allen score if the Bills score three touchdowns, but Allen hands one of them off. Right. Um, that said, I love the bass bet. I love the cousins bet. And it would not shock me at all if Stefan Diggs could just like sleepwalk his way to 90 yards easily. Uh, but I think you've picked a good set here. All right, man. Well, that's that's a 10 minute drill plus the overtime. Hope you liked it. <laughs>